Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Hey. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. You ready for this podcast, girl? Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. So, um, welcome everybody to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Keisha and I recap both The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. And for this week, it's the week of May 31st through June 4th. And I will say with The Young and the Restless, we had a lot of moving parts. So we'll talk about that. And then, of course, on The Bold and the Beautiful, we basically only had one storyline this week. So it kind of simplifies it for us um, Mm -hmm. for that particular show. But... um, uh, usually we go about two hours. We're going to go a little bit shorter this time um, due to, you know, people have things to do, um, which is uh, is typical for Saturday. So I do understand. Um, but, um, yeah, so I'm going to kind of do a, a speed run through the introduction so we can go ahead and get started. But mm-hmm. normally, like I said, we, we uh, review... And recap the first half of the hour with the young and the restless, the second half of the show with the bold and the beautiful. And then at the end, we do something called flip the script, where if there's a particular scene or storyline that we wish we could change, this is the opportunity to flip that script. So, again, we appreciate you guys every week for coming by and checking us out. So, without further ado, let's jump into this. So, just to give a prelude to um, the recap for a week of May 31st with the Young and the Restless, a DNA test confirmed that Kyle had fathered Harrison. Ashton agreed to share custody on the condition that Kyle wasn't in Harrison's life. Chelsea was found not guilty by reason of insanity. Richard's private investigator revealed that Richard had tracked down Amanda's foster family before he passed away. So um, I think there were other little things in there, Mm -hmm. um, especially when it came to Adam and Victor and Nick and Devon and also Billy and Lily. So we'll also add them into this. So which part or which storyline would you want to tackle first? Um, let's go with the Amanda storyline. Okay. So, I'm a, (laughs) okay, let me, let me ask you this, Keisha. Did it seem like, or does it seem like Devon is right where Amanda is a little bit, she, I don't think she should be the one that should be trying this case. It was kind of similar to what we were saying about Ray in the past several weeks investigating his own attempted murder. Do you think it's a good idea for Amanda to be litigating um, this case on behalf of the father that's the victim and the grandfather that's the accused? Um, No. And I think we both said this when Mm -hmm. she first took the case was this is not because because her father is the victim of the case 
mm-hmm. that this was not a good idea and didn't make sense for her to be um, the one, you know, actually, like you said, being the, the litigator or the defense attorney, whatever it is she's doing with Sutton mm-hmm. um, because of her connection to it. Mm-hmm. And you see how all of this is un- unraveling now. Um, it, to me, it's. I think I said this last week. It's starting to look like Sutton is guilty mm-hmm. because what we thought initially what the case was about has turned into something completely different. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't. Mm-hmm. I agree. I don't think. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't think it was a a good idea for her to take it, and I don't think that she should continue it. I think she should have. The moment Victor told her what her father was actually doing. Mm-hmm. is when she should have went back to Naya and Sutton and Amani and been like, um, I can't, I'm not going to continue with this because I, it's too, it's too much of a personal um, involvement. Yeah. A personal mm-hmm. situation. So. And the interesting thing about this is that she actually told Devon this week that she was still going to I think she was going to uh, still, even though she knew that he didn't, um, you know, get fired or whatever, she was still going to pursue the whole Newman idea. And Devon was like, well, with this new information, why would you do that? Right. It just, it just, I, I was like, no, you're too close. And now you compromise and going against your own values as an attorney based on your feelings of trying to save your family instead of following the facts. Am I getting that right? Or mm-hmm. what do you think? No, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, it's <clears throat> even to us, who we're not lawyers. Devon's not a lawyer. Mm-hmm. It's obvious like which direction she should go with this exactly and i I don't even i mean unless i missed it i don't even feel like she is even looking at it from that like i don't even think that she suspects that maybe Sutton is guilty right now or am i missing Mm -hmm. something like has Mm -hmm. she has she said anything about maybe maybe her grandfather did do something to him because he found out about her and hillary yeah, I honestly think it's possible that the grandfather did because remember that was the reason why they forced Naya to get him, uh, the kids up for adoption because they didn't want the shame and everything on the family. The the lady that Telma Telma Hopkins who played the, the you know the PI, she said that she reached out to the family, so they knew that you know, Richard had found out because of the PI that he hired. So if that's the case, why wouldn't they do something to stop that man from revealing the fact or coming after his kids or anything? It makes them look guilty now. And for a man to say, oh, well, we'll just continue to use, all I got to do is prove reasonable doubt. That's you, You just doing something to save your family and trying to take the easy way out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I which was surprises like, oh, me. No. <laughs> yeah, it surprises me. That, it surprises me that she's doing that because yeah. she doesn't. She doesn't seem like the type that would. Well, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna ignore the obvious. And mm-hmm. but so I'm, I'm wondering, like, is she doing that because she just wants to be accepted so bad by a family? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like clearly this looks mad for a sudden. And now with Amanda, uh, I mean with uh, Naya and Amani coming back over there talking about pretty much like they need to regroup after everything has happened. You know, it's like I it was just a weird interaction when they showed up at uh at Amanda's place and Naya was like, you know, I apologize. I mean, Amani was like, Yeah, you was rude and she was like, No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I it's something weird about that. Now then that whole interaction with Naya talking to Devon. What was that about? I must have missed that because I don't remember Naya and Devon talking. So Devon was sitting downstairs after. Oh, Naya. Left. Never mind. Not Amani. I'm thinking yeah, Naya. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was her being, I felt like, trying to be sneaky, trying to either get more information on what's mm-hmm. going like what Amanda knows, what's going on with her, or trying to get Devon to, I guess. Well, he, lose. you know what, Devon, I, I was not happy about the, the last part of what he said, though. Okay. And that? Devon should have just been like, you know what, this is between you and your um, family. Oh. I don't want to have nothing to do with You're it, right? right? Yeah. He turns around at the end when when uh Naya says I'm concerned about um Amanda and he was like, Yeah, I'm I'm, all, I'm concerned about her too. And I'm like, No, Devon, don't go yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> I was kind of surprised he said that. And instead yeah. of just because Devon is normally he's pretty good at staying neutral or staying out of right. danger. Don't involve him. Mm-hmm. So I was surprised that he just, you know, just didn't maybe just listen to what Naya was saying instead of engaging in the conversation with her. Yeah, I, you know, I, I was hoping that he would have went a different kind of curve left away from her versus saying, yeah, I'm worried about, I am worried about her too. And I'm like, no, don't, don't, don't bomb. These people just came out of nowhere. Right. All because, and then now they went from, especially well, even both of them, because originally Naya wanted Amanda to be her dirt, her little secret. And now she's family. And Amani had a whole restraining order. And now, oh, can we be good little sisters? It's like, mm, yeah. all within a matter of a nanosecond. Yeah, that's a little, I'm still like skeptical on Amani. Yeah. And the other thing is, Amani is now moving into the Grand Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I honestly believe she claimed that, oh, I'm just doing this, you know, because therefore we can be closer together. And, you know, if we need to talk about the case, I honestly think that she want to watch her movement. Exactly. I, that was my first thought when she said that. If she's doing that, just to keep an eye on her. I Exactly. It, mm-hmm. And the thing is, because remember, Amanda did not tell... um. Amani, who her sources was about what she found out, remember? Which, of course, we know is Victor. Right. So, by her not revealing some of these sources and who she's been talking to, the only way to kind of keep an eye and be a close watch is to be right there with her. So, I can see who she having conversation mm-hmm. with. So, you know, and I'm like, Amanda, please pick up on this. This girl, she still gets snippy with her every yeah. now and then. But then turns around and says, oh, I wish we can be friends and get to know each other and hang out and have some food and blah, blah, blah. 
I wouldn't be a bit surprised that, and I haven't seen it yet because she's trying to get to know Nate, meaning Amani. How much, mm-hmm. Who's to say she won't start asking Nate about what uh, Amanda knows or whatever? I, I don't trust these two ladies. Me neither. Me you know. Neither. And she's Amanda's too smart for that. So it, it's driving me nuts that I feel like they have her acting. Like well, an air, not an airhead, but mm-hmm. just like she's clueless and that she can't pick up because she is she's normally she picks up on stuff. Well, that's the difference. When you're indifferent to a situation, you look at, at it at a, as a factual situation. When you are emotionally connected to it, you can be blinded by your emotions. So if this was a, a case where it was somebody totally unrelated to her, she could see that a mile away. But because she wants family, she's not alone. She wants to be accepted. And they're playing on this whole idea of it because they know that she has nobody, really. And so they're gravitating to her. It's, she's being blinded by the connection that she has. Look at what she we were just talking about, how she's willing to use whatever information is reasonable or doubt instead of following the facts. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. I mean, I'm not saying people shouldn't be emotional, but the thing is, emotions have a way to cloud your judgment. Yep. And in this case, it's definitely doing that. She is smart. It's just that she's too connected. Same thing happened to Ray. Ray got blindsided that it couldn't in a million years be Chelsea because he was so emotionally entrenched into I hate Adam. Mm-hmm. So... Once he realized that, dang, I was wrong, it was like that. You know, he was, that's why you cannot either litigate or investigate or anything. A situation is just way too close to home. You have to have an impartial or, you know, somebody outside of that. And that's what it is. I, you know, she's definitely a smart, from her character, she's definitely a smart cookie. It's just that her emotions are clouding her judgment. Yeah. Yep. So, um, did we have anything else on her? I don't think so. Okay. I think that kind of wraps it up. All right, cool. So, um, let's tackle this Chelsea thing right quick. Um, Chelsea is, um, she's going to lose her mind. Because she thought that she could just go in there, play this role, and get out in probably a month. That's what she thought. And because now Victor wants her to have therapy, and she cannot com- uh, get out until she complete that therapy, she don't think she needs therapy. She's losing her mind now. Yeah. What's your thoughts on this whole Chelsea thing? Even when it came to Kevin and Chloe and all of that. Um, I mean, it's the same as what it was last week. She clearly isn't. Um, she clearly is. I don't want to say she's not in her right mind because I don't feel like she's like completely out of it. Mm-hmm. But it's just like her anger for Adam has been has been heightened over these last several months, and she's just not she's not thinking clearly and she just like Chloe has been telling her is she needs to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. She needs, I mean, she's in that hospital. You need to take advantage of talking to a therapist about your anger for Adam and the things that you tried, that you tried to do to other people 
because of it. Um, and I don't blame Kevin for going up there and, you know, kind of telling her off about, mm-hmm. how, you know, the, the trouble that he put Chloe in. So mm-hmm. he had every right to do that. And she deserved it. She deserved more than, than what she got from him, honestly. Yeah. I, and then she want to play this role. Because I honestly believe that last statement that she made was just a farce to get him out of that room. Yeah. Because he was like, you know, I love her and I protect her. Yeah, but Adam said he loved me too. How are you going to use that as a way to not believe that he loved his own wife? Right. You know, I honestly think she threw that out there. That she's a con artist. And that's why when I hear people like Ray and Nick and even Chloe talking about, oh, poor Chelsea. Adam drove her to that. That girl been a con artist from the day one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she wasn't like this sweetheart of the town. And I don't think there's many sweethearts in this show anyway. Because <laughs> everybody has done something. But when it comes to Chelsea, she, her parents, con artist. She's been conning from day one. This whole thing that brought her to the show when it came to Billy and Myanmar and all of that stuff going way back then. I mean, she tried to... I don't know if I want to say, I wouldn't say change her ways. I would say um, compress it or suppress it. Suppress it. Suppress it, yeah. By being with Adam, but then with her and Adam, they thought they were going to be partners in crime. You know? But the thing is, she hasn't changed just like Billy hasn't changed. And we'll talk about him later. But, um, you know, my thing is, is that Everybody wants to paint her as this poor little victim. She orchestrated almost killing a man over a kiss. Right. You know, and they, because they hate Adam so much that they make her look like she's just a poor, poor thing. And I mean, look, Adam has done some things. He talks about it all the time. That's part of his journey of trying to look at his childhood and all this stuff of why who he is. But Chelsea is also has a past too, you know. So I just thought that, you know, with Chloe um, even trying to do what she was saying with Adam, because we need to talk about that too, because Adam has really did a 360 this week with his movements. Don't you think so? With you said with Chelsea? With, I mean, <laughs> even when it came to Chelsea, he told Adam, um, told Chloe, you know, I'm going to give you a whole clothing line. So by the time she get out, she'll have something set in stone and you two can create together. And Chloe was looking at him like, what? Yeah, because he feel (laughs) guilty, I think. Well, but the thing is, is that because they feel some kind of way, they're they're not going to believe him. Because Mm -hmm. I can guarantee you, if Chloe went back and told Chelsea that, she'll be like, well, what is he up to? Yeah. You know, yeah, I just sure. honestly go ahead. What'd you say? No, I was like, yeah, I'm sure that that would be her initial her initial reaction for sure. Yeah, uh, she obviously does need the help, but she gotta want it and she gotta know that she's gonna change. And I think Victor knows that. Victor knows that she's gonna be in there a long time because if she can't admit to the fact 
then she needs therapy and he's not mm-hmm. going to let her out until she gets it. It's like they're at a standoff and she's mm-hmm. going to be stuck there. So either she's going to have to just go ahead and go through the therapy or play along with it or else she's going to end up being stuck there. Do you have anything um, else on Chelsea? No, I'm just uh, I'm just really interested to see if she cuz I feel like she's getting worse. Yeah, she's getting worse. So I'm interested to see like how much how much more worse off is she going to be mentally surrounding this whole thing and like what is it going to take for them to snap her out of like all of the anger and all the vengefulness that she is feeling right now. Yeah, I'm wondering because Melissa Claire Egan is, again, she's pregnant. I think she's got to be maybe six or seven months now. So I'm wondering if that's going to play into her maybe, you know, deciding to go into long-term therapy for a period of time and she come out this different person. I don't know. After she delivers, after Melissa delivers her child and come back on screen, I don't. It depends on which direction they're going to take that. Probably, yeah. You know, depending on if she's just going to play it all the way out until she deliver her baby, or if she, you know, maybe pull a Jacqueline and be gone for like two two months or so. You know, so I don't know, but it's going to be interesting, like you see it. Definitely. Um, let's kind of, because I know we're, um, I want to make sure I respect your time. Um, let's go on to this whole thing with Adam and Victor and Nick and Devon and then Billy and Lily. So uh, I'm liking Adam's strategy because Billy and Lily decided to launch this whole article about the whole Ashland Locke. Uh, blackmail to save his life if he signed over the company. They got a lot of looks and likes and things like that. And so Billy isn't expecting an all-out war. And Adam's take, because Victor wanted to do that, but Adam's take is, no, let's just move on. What do you think about that? I I don't buy it because he literally one of the first things he said to Victor was he wanted to take down Chancecom. And then so like they had that conversation and then the next time they talk about Chancecom he's like let's forget about it. So I'm like is he was he saying that as in general I just don't I don't I don't want to mess with it anymore or was it like for now let's just forget about it because he's got other stuff going on. Well, it's two like it's two ways to look at that comment. I and I, you know, and I was hoping when he said I want to take down Chance Come, you can literally the best revenge sometimes is success, right? So unless the writers are using what he said as a way of doing business the right way, which is gonna bring them down, then i I'm I'm here for it. So if he said, you know, I literally want to just put them in the dust, he could uh, he could be meaning we're going to do a, a much better job and, you know, or whatever. Because I honestly think this is the right thing to go. If they put out, they have already showed their hand of where they stand. 
if they announce this New Hope collaboration with Nick and and um, Devon and make the big grand gesture, that's going to make Lily and um, Billy look very petty. Mm-hmm. I mean, so now it changes the trajectory of the direction they was going. If they're doing big things and they're moving forward to the future and stuff like that, sometimes those type of business moves make petty rivals look bad. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm hoping that that's what Adam or the writers that are taking Adam in that direction is like, oh, yeah, we're going to crush them. But crush them by doing business the right way versus this whole all out, let's sling mud. Maybe. I don't know. We'll have to see. <laughs> but maybe that's the direction because I was happy about that. I'm like, don't do it. <laughs> don't yeah. do it. And yeah, wait, I was. Uh, Victor that... was ready to go. No. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, I, I agree. I was happy when I heard him say that. Um, mm-hmm. I just wasn't sure, like in which in which way he meant it. Like, if it was just in general, I'm not going down that road, or I'm just not doing it right now. Yeah, I, I mean, here's the other thing: they're waiting for Adam to fall on his face because he's telling everybody, "I'm a changed person. I'm a changed man." Same thing that's happening to Thomas. I'm a changed person. I'm a changed man, and they're waiting for him to do as Adam told. Devon and um, Nick business as usual. He mm-hmm. said, I'm not, I don't have any agenda. This is not business as usual for me. So I'm ho- there. If, if, if Adam was to do this, they'll be like, oh yeah, see, he ain't changed. He's the same old vindictive, ruthless, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. They're hoping for that. And I think Billy was I hoping. Would, I wouldn't say they're after. hoping. I don't know that I would say they're hoping for it. It's expected because that's what Adam okay, expected, has yeah. had a history of doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. So, yeah. I, I, I agree with you. They have an expectation that he is going to fall back into his old ways. And so, if they did exactly what Billy expected them to do, then... They're going to be just like, see, he ain't changed. He's the same old person. He's walking around here, blah, blah, blah. Only issue I do see is between him and his father. Because Victor is like, yeah, I want to retaliate. Adam is like, I I thought we weren't doing that. (laughs) Right. So I'm wondering at what point does Victor continue to take the high road with Adam? Or is he going to eventually get tired and say, no, nah, I need to do this my way? You know how Victor is. He's going to uh, he's going to eventually say, I'm going to do this my way. Yeah, and I think that whole Adam blow up is going to come out next week, too. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be short-lived, though, because it's, I feel like it's too it's too early for them to mm-hmm. for them to have a blow up and then like the whole thing fall apart already. But right. I do think later on down the line, there is mm-hmm. going to be something that happens with him and Victor, and they're going to be get pissed off at each other, and Victor is going to try to oust him from Newman Media, or something. Something like that is going to happen, of course, because Victor can never just be in, on good terms with Adam. <laughs> it's like it only lasts for so long. 
I yeah, I hope that it's more of Victor causing the problem versus Adam. Because remember, there's another relationship that's coming together slowly but surely, and that's Nick and Adam. Yeah, I totally think it'll it'll come from Victor. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping when that happens and Adam stands up for himself, Nick sees what's going on and say, hey, you know, I agree with Adam. You shouldn't be doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he would be the one of, of all of the other kids. He would be the one to do that because he has always, you know, stood mm. up to Victor and has never really allowed Victor to kind of like, not con him, but like pull him back into what he doesn't want to be involved in. I'm like <clears throat> where the minute mm-hmm. Victor starts praising her and um, making her feel like she's the best thing on earth, Victoria just falls right back into that trap with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. I mean, yeah, girl. I mean, it's... Go ahead. Oh, I didn't say anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. You know, um, I'm honestly loving what the writers are doing with Adam and Nick. I really want, because they have been estranged for so long. I mean, when Justin Hartley was on the show, they kind of built a friendship, which is when Justin Hartley left to go on This Is Us. He left the Young and the Restless. Nick helped that Adam get out of town, remember? Yeah. Yeah. So they had a little bit of a friendship there. I'm just hoping now at this point in time that they build something with a brotherhood that's solid this time. Me too. Because I'm liking what I see. I'm even liking the whole Victor, Adam, Nick thing. You know, I don't know how long Victor's going to stay a part of that, but just even with the three of them in the same space trying to work together and hanging out and watching games and getting drinks and stuff, I'm even liking that whole dynamic too. Yeah. I agree. Nikki don't like it, but oh well. Yeah, Nikki just she. <laughs> Nikki is pro she Victoria. So bitter when it comes to Adam. You know, <clears throat> my thing is, at what point you gonna let this go? I don't know if you're jealous of the fact that he had a kid with another woman. Hope is gone. You know, I mean that. He Victor's always, no matter what, everybody the other siblings or. Ashley or Nikki think of the kids that they've had with them. Victor's always going to be, he got a soft spot for all of his kids. Yeah. I think it's get over it. I think it's more than, uh, I don't think it's a jealousy thing. Mm-hmm. And maybe it was early on. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's what it is now. I think Nikki is just holding grudges for things in the past that Adam has done once again. Yeah. I was, um, did you, who was Nick talking to? He was talking to somebody at the coffee house. Oh, Sharon. And, uh, you know, talking about, I don't, I'm not sold on Adam, but he was, or was he talking to Ray? It was somebody he was talking to at the coffee house. Do you remember? I think he was talking to Sharon. Okay. And then he was like, yeah, I'm not really sold on him yet. I'm just waiting because he's done so many things in the past. I'm like, but he, and I'm thinking, listen, 
yeah, he done some things, but everybody in that town has, including the person that was sitting across from you, meaning Sharon burned down the Newman Ranch. She had a couple of affairs on you, stuff like that, but you were able to forgive her. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> in this situation, it, everybody is outweighing everything that Adam has done over this. I mean, you risked your, his freedom twice to save your own daughter's life and he saved you because you could have died in under that rubbish because of the infection that was going to start happening in your gash in your leg Mm -hmm. at what point do you say how do I look at this you know what I mean Mm -hmm. because he's still so stuck on all this other stuff but this dude not only saved your kid life three times in that history he also saved your own life in itself and got back to town to do what he needed to do for the daughter. So it's like, what? at what point do you look at that, too? That's part of his past, too. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, and look who he's dating. <laughs> exactly. Phyllis, come on. Yeah. She's like, the, you know, she's done just as bad of things as Adam has done in her past. And He's forgiven her how many times? And, and even teamed up with Adam a couple times. Yeah. Against him. Yeah, against him. You are, girl. See, that's why we got two people on this call. <laughs> because you remember some things. <laughs> you are so right. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Phyllis actually teamed up with Adam against him. And you forgave her. Yep. You know, I... Yeah, it's just I'm I'm just hoping that they can the the new writers because you can tell there are so many different creative things that they're doing with this show. You can tell that they're um, going off on a different direction. And I'm actually liking it. Yeah, I'm actually liking it. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else? Here's the the, the little. Oh, oh wait, with this particular storyline or just anything else in general before you oh, get no. to the Oh no, go ahead. Whatever you got. I was going to say there was just this, the little small thing with um, Victoria finding out Lily and Billy moved in together. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was fun to watch. <laughs> and yeah, I, was- I mean and she was really calm about it. Brought him a flower over there and then I, yeah. I, I, do you actually because there's, just to give you guys a heads up, because <laughs> I always throw nuggets out there, there is a date that's going to happen between Ashlyn and Victoria. Mm-hmm. And you will be surprised on her response when she finds out about the Kyle and Tara thing and mm-hmm. what Ashlyn should actually do about it. Interesting. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I was it. like, no, she didn't. <laughs> and wait to hear this one. Yeah, you'll see that on Monday. Okay. So I don't know. And I remember you asked this question probably, I don't know if it was on last week's podcast or the week before, but you said, what is her true agenda when it comes to Ashlyn and trying to get to know him? I'm wondering that. Is she really interested in this guy? Because they do have some soft moments on Monday. Um, or is she trying to get with Ashlyn just to get in between Victor and Adam? I don't know. It's, it's hard to tell at this point. Maybe or Anna, stick it to Billy, too. Yeah, maybe it's a little bit of both. 
Yeah, who knows? We'll see what the writers going to do with that because that's going to be interesting. I actually, I was watching them on Monday because mm-hmm. now he, he doesn't have a biological child. It wouldn't surprise me. And let me know what you think about this. And then we're going to move on because we got to cover the whole, um, we got to cover the Kyle thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it wouldn't surprise me that the writers would be that creative to put them in a situation where they are intimate with each other and she ended up pregnant by Ashley. Victoria? Oh, absolutely. Why not? I guess so. That's all I was thinking about. Isn't she a little, uh, I don't know. I mean, she I got how three or four little ones. Amelia Heinley is probably in her early 40s, I think. Oh, Okay. Yeah, she's not she's not up there with uh, Sharon Case and Michelle because okay. you know Sharon Case is fifty and Michelle um, is fifty five, I think, something like that, fifty five. Okay. Um, yeah, she's not up there with them. She's in her early forties, I think. Hmm. Well, and I mean, Johnny and Katie are single digits right now. So if they wanted to play that role. Mm-hmm. They probably could. I mean, the girl that plays Tara is only 34. And, mm. of course, the guy that plays Ashlyn Locke, he's older. So it's possible, you know what I mean? So, yeah. But, yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I'm, and I hate to say it because I want, I like unfinished business. Ashlyn needs to figure out his unfinished business with Tara, get his divorce final, whatever. Mm-hmm. If they decided to put Ashlyn Locke and Victoria together, because, I mean, she do need a new man. Yeah. It would be an interesting combination to put the daughter of Victor Newman with Ashlyn Locke. Could you imagine where waves that would go? Yeah, I did. You don't like that idea, do you? Um, I mean, I don't hate it. Okay, <laughs> she's like I don't hate it. Like when they're in scenes together, I think I, I think there could be some some chemistry, some chemistry there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it I guess it would make it would make things interesting between mm-hmm. her and her father for sure, and Billy too. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Billy too. So yeah, because now he's all interested. I, I honestly, it, it makes it that much worse. If this was a stranger, I think he would be okay with Victoria moving on. But because it's Ashlyn Locke and everything that has happened with this whole Syaxeries thing in the past, he got issues with him. So it would definitely cause shockwaves, especially if she's bringing this man around the kids and all this type of stuff. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. They have a pretty interesting... Uh, you know, connection together on Monday. So look out for that and also look out for the advice that uh, Victoria gives him in regards to his son or at Harrison. So um, do we have anything else on them? Nope. Okay. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and jump into this uh, this thing with Kyle. Um, do you think it was the best move for Summer to take a step back? To take a step back? Mm-hmm. You know, pull the plug on the wedding plans and 
just give him the space to figure things out? Um, I think it was, I think it was smart to, to, to postpone the wedding plans because Kyle obviously is not going to be totally focused on it. Mm -hmm. And with the worries that Summer has, she's not going to be totally focused on it either. Mm -hmm. So you don't, like, you don't want to plan a wedding and start your marriage off stressed out. Right. everybody's stressed out right now mm -hmm. so why not put it on hold until all of this gets figured out and then if her and Kyle make it through then then continue with your plans where you can actually enjoy it mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with them putting the plans on hold it's not like she's not breaking up with them she's just like let's just put it on hold because we we she she deserves the right to be able to enjoy that situation and right now she wouldn't enjoy it because of what's going on and the same with Kyle gotcha well um I, I I think she should be supportive I you know it's a tough situation especially with him finding out all of this in less than a few days um I don't trust Tara because as my, I, be, her behavior throughout this whole process, and then of course with what we saw at the end of the week, how she's considering as you just went through everything to bring this boy to General City, interrupted an engagement party, all of this, and now you're like, hmm, maybe I should take up because there is an ultimatum Ashlyn Locke put on the table, right? Mm -hmm. Which yeah. is. You know what? We can do joint custody. I won't bother you, but you got to cut Kyle out. And she's considering that. What do you think about that? Um, I think she would be stupid to take that deal because he had, uh, and again, I don't know what the laws are in, mm -hmm. um, in the state that they're in, which is what, is it Wisconsin? Yeah, supposedly. Mm -hmm. um, but I or mean, New York because he's based out of Manhattan. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Um, but he has no—I mean, technically, he has no rights over Harrison because he's not his father. He's not his bio dad. He is on the birth certificate, so I don't know how that plays into right. it. But mm -hmm. with the paternity test that was done, stating that Kyle was the father, the fact that Tara lied about it. Mm -hmm. Um it's they can't just take Kyle's rights away either because Kyle didn't know and that's not right to him so I, I feel like I feel like he I don't think he has a chance depending I guess depending on the laws again mm -hmm. so I, she should just stick with just stick with trying to fight for custody with what she's doing right now because you can't she like you just brought this little boy into Kyle's life and now you're going to consider removing him from Kyle's life. Exactly. Of Ashley. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. I mean, and she's if she just... does do that, then Kyle mm -hmm. can fight it. Like, look, you lied. You lied to me. You lied to Ashlyn. And I didn't have the opportunity to be able to be there for my child. And now I found out that I have a kid. So I want some type of custody too. Yeah. Yeah. Um... 
it's it's a crazy situation. Tara has been well. I mean, even with her cheating on her husband back in the day with Kyle, that's one thing. You know, hey. Um, the other part is now you're pregnant. You're lying to your husband, saying, "Hey, this is your child," and um, and she lied, lied you know, switched up the the timeline. Then. It all comes out that you had an affair. He's now raving mad. He knows nothing about the fact that he's not the father. The actual father didn't know he was the father. It's just a messy situation that she mishandled all the way around. And um, now to say, well, I need to do what's best for me and my son. Okay, but somewhere along this, like they said... Technically, he has the father that he known, and he has a bio dad. So what happens to them? There's no consideration there? Because I honestly don't think that with him saying, yeah, cut Kyle out of his life, and we can do joint custody, that he's not going to try to ruin you in the process, too. Right. I mean, he could tell you anything just to get you to do what you, because you're scared of him. Yeah. It, it, you know, so I don't know what the direction is with Tara. A lot of people on social media in the groups are saying that, you know, hey, maybe Tara and Kyle should be a family. Forget Summer. And, you know. I, that doesn't, they don't even, but they don't look like one. Like, I don't, I don't know. You know yeah, a lot some... because she looks older than what she is. I yeah. mean, well, her, she looks mature than, than Kyle. Head, more mature than Kyle. Exactly. Perfect phrasing. I need to rephrase that. Um, But in all actuality, Elizabeth Liner and Michael Mueller are only five years apart. Michael Mueller is 29, and Elizabeth Liner, who plays Tara, is 34. Yeah. She she seems more like even her care, like the way her character acts is more mature. She also seems more mature. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can see Kyle and Summer together. They're kind of whimsical and and, you know whereas you could tell just say Tara has been around Ashland because they they both run businesses they've been doing big things around the world so maybe Mm -hmm. they grew her up a little bit I don't know um but yeah it's only a five-year difference between the the two actor the actor and the actress because yeah, I, I went and checked because I was having a conversation in one of the Facebook groups and they were saying she's too old for Kyle and I went and looked it up I'm like well in all actuality they're only five years apart so yeah which isn't it's not a huge difference at all it's not a huge difference you know it's not like I mean when you look at Sharon and Mark Grossman I mean he's in his late 30s and she's 50 but it works yeah they look good together they look good together it works so, I mean, even with both Sharon on the show and Phyllis, both of them are older than Nick. Yep. Josh Morrow is probably like 46, 47, I think. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, Michelle is in her mid-50s and Sharon just turned 50. So, I mean, it, at this point, it used to be back in the day, you know, people was concerned about age. It's really not a big difference at this time period. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. But a lot of people have issues with... They said... I don't, I've even seen some people say that she matched more with Jack. 
That's what I I think. They actually look good together. I'm wondering would they even, because I've seen the rumors, you know, that she probably is going to be a love interest for Jack. I don't believe that because that other girl, I don't know her name, the dark-haired lady that's coming on to the show, unless she's going to, because it's either Jack or Adam, Mm -hmm. the girl that's coming on. I don't know. But Tara, I honestly think she's going to be a problem for Summer. Of course. Right now, yeah. That's what it's looking like. It's going to be, she's going to come between them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look and, out on Monday for an interesting conversation between Summer and um, Abby. Okay. Because they're usually rivals, so you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, but uh, let's see. What else did we have? Did we have anything else on on them? Um, just my annoyance with Kyle and how he's been handling this whole situation mm-hmm. it's like when he's with summer he tries to, to reassure summer that everything is okay, okay and mm-hmm. like nothing's gonna come between them but then when he is with tara it's like you see why summer is concerned because yeah. his interactions with tara is unnecessary like the way that he jumped to the conclusion that something happened because tara wasn't at home when he came home and he just assumed that Ashlyn had done something and they were just out at the park hanging out. And it's like, she's not hiding out anymore, Kyle. She's, she can go, you know, come and go as she pleases. Like, why are you freaking out? Because she wasn't there when you got home. I mean, okay. So I honestly think that she kind of dropped the ball on that because if I, because Jack would have probably thought the same thing. If you expecting them to, stay put at the house and especially with the fact that Ashlyn may try to take the boy or whatever no matter what he was saying she should have sent a text message say hey if you, we're headed out to the park if you're looking for us that's where we will be and then she just left the house so with everything that's going on I could see Kyle or Jack wondering like hey you know where is she? Where they, where y'all go? You know, especially with everything being at a heightened level, with the uh, especially being that um, Ashley just found out, she could have dropped a text message and say, "Look, I'm not going to be at the house. I'm taking Harrison over to the park. If you're looking for us, that's where we'll be," and that would have solved that whole thing. Or Kyle could have just called and asked where she was at instead of that too. Out. That too. <laughs> you know, she, he could have too. He could have said, "I mean." Yeah, do they have? I don't. Do she have a phone? Yeah, she's got a phone. phone. I would think she would have a phone, but I really haven't seen her on phone calls. Have you? Uh, I I really haven't been paying that close of attention, (laughs) so I don't know. But but yeah, she could have one. They both could have did something. He could have called her, like you just said, and say, "Hey, you know, where are you?" Or because he ended up finding them at the park, right? So he went. That means that he went looking around for her all around town, which is absolutely it makes no sense. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. You know. So yeah, he could have dropped that phone call. Yeah, and that's why Summer is concerned because he's like, he's he's those type of reactions. Like 
it's not necessary. If you like, I get that you want a relationship with your kid, but you're acting like you want a relationship with his mother too. With some of the stuff that he's doing, mm-hmm. I think there's unfinished, uh, unfinished uh, emotions there because like, yeah, you yeah. know. Because I think I'm trying to remember when this whole thing storyline came out the end of last year, he had feelings for that girl. Wasn't he in love with her at one point? Tara? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember remember him saying that. I don't ever remember him saying he was ever in love with her. He said they had a fling over the summer and they they didn't talk to each other anymore after that. Okay, because I I thought Theo said something about that because he was back there when all this was going on. I think I Theo know. tried to make it seem like it was more than what it was. Maybe that's what it was. Um, yeah. With him and Summer, but he never, Kyle never said that he was in love with her. I honestly wish they would bring Theo back for Sally. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that either. Yeah, I I would prefer she because somebody mentioned this, and I I don't want to get too far because I um I don't know how much, how much more time you have. Five minutes. Five minutes. Yeah, that's it's it. Five fifty-five. Oh shoot. Um, okay. I can I can stay. Uh, I can stay until about ten fifteen at the latest. Okay, so let me ask you this: when, when, Are you done later? I won't be done until later tonight. Like oh, literally. Tonight won't be back in my my uh, my room until about nine because we're going to set up this classroom um and then we okay. have to go off base to to get supplies and we're having dinner with our um commander and stuff okay wow okay so what maybe we... tomorrow morning like early morning before everybody else gets here yeah i have to do a vendor show tomorrow um, yeah, and I'm gonna be up and out the door. Um, let's see, because I do want to cover the bold and the beautiful, but um, maybe we would have to figure out something with that. Dang, because I thought it was like an hour and 15 minutes. Okay, <laughs> I, I mean, I can, I can stay, I, I can stay on until 10 15 at least. Okay, all right. So, do we have any less? Because I mean, the whole thing with. Liam and all that, that's going to be short. Sorry, guys, we had to yeah. order, organize that because we got busy people. Me, her, we, we you know, outside of the podcast, we do have things to do, but we wanted to share this with you in, in the midst of our week. So, um, all right. So, did we have any, did you have anything else on the whole Kyle situation? Nah, nothing else. Okay. Sorry, guys, if you think we missed something, you know, but we want to provide the content as much as we can. So, Let's switch on over to the bold and the beautiful. Um, we probably got about 21 minutes left on that because you said 10, 15, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So um, for the bold, the week for the bold and the recap, I should say, for the bold and the beautiful, Finn and Steffi learned that they were having a boy. Liam confessed to killing Vinny and to save Liam. Bill confessed to the cover-up. Hope and Bill believe Bill's confession will free Liam. And but Deputy Dummies. Chief Baker put both Spencer men behind bars. Okay. Yeah. That whole thing was hilarious. <laughs> they were trying to cover for each other. 
Um, and um, let's see. What did you think? I'll let you do the most. Of Go ahead and put your thoughts out there. They did not think this through. No. Because when Bill showed up and, you know, told the rest of the story, Liam still after he found out the truth, did not mm-hmm. go to the police. So that makes Liam guilty. <laughs> he wasn't initially guilty because he passed out and Bill, you know, Bill was the one that did all of the illegal actions at that point. Mm-hmm. But once Liam woke up and found out what Bill did, he should have went straight to the police and he didn't do that. He kept it a secret for another what, week or two weeks or however long it's been in, in soap lane. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Liam, you're still guilty because you knew about it and you didn't say anything. Right. So you're an accessory to whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but they, you know what, in, in that scene when they're both in the um, police, you know, in the police station after they had both gotten arrested, Scott Clifton was like playing the heck out of that role. Yes, he was. Like the faces he was making and how he was crying and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he did a, he did a good job with that. But the other thing I want to say is even in even in talking to the police, mm-hmm. Bill was very like crass about Vinny. Yeah, and the he things was. That he was saying. You know, calling him call a, a drug dealer. Call, and, yeah. yeah. Call, no, showing no remorse at all. And I'm like, Bill, you're in a police station right now and you're basically telling them that you don't feel bad for what you did. And that's one of the things, at least from you know my years of watching different little uh um what do you call those shows with the the different cases and stuff like that mm-hmm. when they show people in court i like you always hear how the ju- when the judge like maybe talks about when they're wrapping up the case or whatever and the judge is talking to the the individual that's being charged or convicted mm-hmm. you you know you showed little remorse or maybe they showed, you know, you showed a lot of remorse for what you did. So mm-hmm. we're be leaning on you with your sentence or you didn't show any remorse at all. You clearly don't feel sorry about what you did mm-hmm. and it affects your sentence. And I know that they're not in court yet. They're in the police station, but mm-hmm. Deputy Baker is going to be someone that testifies. And if they ask, you know, did, did they show any remorse for what they did? Mm-hmm. He's going to be like, no, he was in there calling Vinny all kinds of trash and basically mm-hmm. felt like he deserved to die. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's how narcissistic and egotistical Bill is. <laughs> yeah. You know, when people, people are lately, narcissist, the word narcissist is being thrown around a lot, especially in people in the media and social media and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's because usually somebody is not agreeing with somebody's behavior. If you want to see the true definition of a narcissist, what we saw in Bill this week exemplifies that. Yeah. Yep. To the hilt. <laughs> yep. You know, he has no empathy about somebody laying dead in the road, calling him a drug dealer, as if he deserved to be removed yeah. from life. Yeah, and it was just so cr- like I know it's just the show, but show, it was like right. cringy to walk to like listen to how he just had no, 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 like you said, no empathy, no care mm-hmm. about what he did. Yep, absolutely. It's it's crazy that whoever wrote that 
they obviously know what NPD is. <laughs> so <laughs> they definitely know what NPD is. Well, NPD, narcissistic personality disorder, because he definitely, I mean, I thought Victor was ruthless and he is, yeah. but I've never heard him speak like that. And I guess maybe, yeah, you know, put in a situation where you need to sign over a company or else I won't call the ambulance over your heart attack. I guess that could be considered something too, um, but um, anywho, I'm not going to backtrack. Um, yeah, that whole thing, and then with him confessing, I did it. I ran him over, put me to j- put uh, put me in jail. Liam did, like you said, he didn't think that through. Mm-hmm. What happened to the part about his wallet? What happened to the car? Who helped you do this? You couldn't do this by yourself because we know your character. This is not who you are. So you're leaving holes in your story. Right. And right. Liam's sitting up there looking like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I need an attorney. I'm not going to speak unless I have my attorney present. I'm like, dude, you didn't think this through? I, right. You know, listen, you should be honest. I mean, obviously. But if you're going to be honest, you got to put the whole truth out there. Yeah, for sure. You said sure. Yeah, well, and that, that was Liam trying to, he thought he was protecting his dad. I know. His dad didn't get in trouble, but yeah, they, he didn't, that was not And, and then Bill is stupid talking about, yeah, I did all of that and I let him out. And, and, <laughs> and Detective is like, yeah, but he didn't come forth and say anything. So guess what? He's staying too. Right. So now Y'all we'll both looking again. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and did you see Brooke's response when she found out? Oh yeah, he couldn't have done that. Liam wouldn't do something like that. Even when when she found out about Bill, remember oh, how oh, yeah. outrageously upset she was when she found out what Thomas did, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. He's dangerous. He needs to be put away in therapy. He needs. Remember? Mm-hmm. But when it comes to Liam and Bill's like. Oh, honey, I didn't know. Really? That happened? Oh, my gosh. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, I, I mean, I guess the difference with Liam is his was not purposeful. Like what, what Bill and what Thomas did, they purposely mm-hmm. did things. Yeah. But, and I agree but, with you on yeah. that because I knew she was going to be like, oh, that was a mistake. He don't need to be there. But her, even her response to Bill was lighthearted. Yeah, it was. Yeah, because he was the one. And I mean, Hope had the right response. She was pissed at Bill. This is all on him. He covered it up. You know, Liam couldn't yep. call the police, but he didn't let him do that. So she had the, the reaction that was to be expected, you know what I mean, toward Bill. Yeah. But, you know, Which Brooke like is sitting up there her. like, Whoa. what? What did you say? I, I was going to say, I'd like to see her go off on Bill the way she did. Well, yeah, she. you're talking about you like seeing how Hope went off? Yeah. Yeah, she did a good job with that. But it doesn't go anywhere with a narcissist. He don't care. Yeah, you're right. He looking at her like, yeah, 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 whatever. I'm protecting my son. Yeah. You know, narcissists don't care about your outrage. They only care about theirs. Um, okay, my question is what happens when Thomas and Ridge find out or are they going to or are they going to feel some kind of way because they knew about it Brooke and 
and Hope knew about it and didn't say anything. I I know Ridge will for sure feel a certain way about it because um uh, because Bill is involved. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like I feel like they're about to take Thomas back down the dark path again because I hope not. I know, me too. But because of that conversation that they that he had yesterday with Ridge when he was like it was kind of like him saying, you know, I've kind of come out of that dark place I was in and mm-hmm. you know, I'm I've really changed and you know, talking about how he's changed and now this is gonna come out and I feel like he's gonna go back down that freaking dark path again. They're gonna make him the bad guy again because he's gonna be so pissed off about what Liam and Bill did. And he's not gonna be understanding about how it was an accident for Liam. Yeah, but and I think he would have been okay with Liam calling. What he's probably also going to be upset is the fact that they tried to cover it up because that's the biggest crime in this whole thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think I think if if Liam had went initially, I think I think maybe Thomas's initial reaction would have been maybe he did this on purpose because of what he did. But I think eventually he would have you know had some common Mm -hmm. sense about it and realized that it wasn't. But because, like you said, because of the way they tried to cover it up, he's not going to, he is not going to um, accept the, it was an accident um, reasoning from Liam because of the aftermath of what happened, the way that they handled that. That's what he's going to be so mad about. And the other thing is that Liam has been in that office with them, at the house with them, and didn't say anything. So while he was watching him grieve, because there were times where Mm. Thomas was actually in front of Liam talking about how upset he was that I lost Vinny and I'm going to find the killer. And Liam said nothing. He's going to be like, you stood there seeing me go through this and you knew what happened. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So... Mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll but see. I don't think... We'll see. Huh? Yeah. I think Ridge will be mad at Brooke for a little bit, but I don't think um, Thomas is going to be mad at Hope. I honestly want him to break free of that whole thing. I, I, I'm I tired too. of, and I'm tired of because they didn't asking mean... him, yes. are you okay with Liam and, and Hope? Are you okay with them? Are you okay yep. with this spending... Why do you why do you keep asking? Why do you keep that? asking? Yeah, because they and they did it again yesterday. I just they, want he her, I think he said yesterday. it like two or three times. Yeah, I think yeah. He said it like I mean, two how many times, times do we have to we have to explain that? And we keep hearing the same thing. If hope is happy, I'm happy. I'm happy. Hope is I happy. I'm happy. happy. Yeah, I just want hope to be happy. It's like that has literally been in his in in his script for like mm-hmm. the past. I feel like month straight. He has mm-hmm. said that every day that he's been on this, that he's been in an episode. I just want yep. to be happy. Yeah. It's, I, I, frustrating. I, I, it's like, and what you want this boy to get over it, then why you keep bringing it up? Bridge, yeah. stop asking him that. Yeah. Ask him about his designs. Ask him about his son. You had a whole grandson over there. You know, stop right. asking him about Hope and Liam. What do you feel about them? Do you like that they're together? Are you over that? Or do you have a problem with that? What? Come on. Yeah. Um. And then, because then, you know, I'm on. Uh, you you probably got about five minutes. Um. 
The other thing is Steffi is having a boy. I'm excited that the Forrester clan is now having happiness. And it's not at the expense of... It's like it's separated. So Liam and Hope and Brooke and all of them, they're having their issues with this whole thing. Steffi, Finn, and even Thomas working on his designs, they have their whole happiness. What's your thoughts on that right quick? I loved it. Yep, Mm -hmm. me too. It was refreshing to see her not involved in any drama. Like, she's just happy. There's no, Mm -hmm. like, deceptions or games or anything behind her happiness. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I'd love seeing it. And I'm I'm just interested to see how she's going to react when she hears about um, the whole thing with Liam and Vinny and Bill. Yeah, I just hope that with Liam being in jail and because she has a kid by him, she mm-hmm. don't start taking time away from friends to figure out and trying to help Liam. Me too. I, I don't do that. Being like her, I feel like Steffi and Finn are going to be there to support Hope. So like, you know how um, when Steffi was going through her issue with drugs, mm-hmm how she let Kelly, you know, go hang out with them as often as she was doing because she needed that help. Mm-hmm. And Hope and Liam, you know, were basically taking care of Kelly for her. I, mm-hmm. I feel like they're going to kind of offer the same thing with her when it comes to Beth, Beth. and Douglas. Yeah, they're going to let Beth and Douglas come and hang out with them so she can concentrate on, I guess, helping Liam or, you know, dealing mm-hmm. with what she's dealing with. So I think that, okay. I hope that that's what they do. I think that would be cool to see. Yep, I'm looking forward to this coming week to see what happens and everything. And I'm going to let you go ahead. We're going to end it here. We got about, you got about three minutes before 10, 15. Um, flip your script, whatever it is. Um, I, I don't really have one for bold. It's just, it's the, the same again. Mm-hmm. Take that vocabulary out of Thomas's um, script of I just want hope to be happy. Okay. Stop making gotcha. me look pathetic. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then for I think I really had one for Y and R. Just yeah, I don't really have a good one for Y and R. Okay. Yeah, mine for Y and R is Devon just backing out of that when Naya was trying to fish for information. Just kept his mouth closed and said, you know what? That's y'all business. I'm out of it. Anything you want to discuss, discuss with Amanda. That's what I would have flipped for him. And then okay. on um, the young and the re- I mean, the bold and beautiful, my thing is I would have had Thomas tell his dad, please don't ask me that again. I already didn't yeah. express how I feel. You keep you asking me about whether this is an issue for me, you know, with Hope and Liam together. I don't want to talk about that anymore. I need to move on. That's yeah. what I, you know, I would have had them because I'm sick of that whole thing. All mm-hmm. right, girl, we did what we could do. Go ahead and do you and do your thing today because you got a lot of good stuff to do. It's cool setting Thank up a you. classroom. So, yeah, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> All right. Well, mm-hmm. until the next week, I usually drop some nuggets, but um, I did drop a couple for the young and the restless. I don't have too much for the bold and beautiful. It's probably pretty much finishing out the limb thing. Um, this is going to be coming up the week of June 7th. We are halfway through 2021. Can you believe Crazy. it, guys? Time is flying. <laughs> yep. But we had a good show anyway. I hope you guys enjoyed this show. And um, I look forward to uh, 
doing next week's show. And um, other than that, until next week. And again, thank you guys for your attendance and continue to listen to us. And until next week, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.